Welcome back to the Catalyst of Development Podcast, where our purpose is to help you find yours. This is episode 19. We're going to call it Perfect Timing. This is a message about the management of time. Look, I'm going to be honest. I've never been a fan of the concept time management. I mean, how can we really manage time? Now, I can only speak for myself and my experiences, but no matter how well I have ever managed my time, I still only ended up with 24 hours in a day. So, yeah. But got me thinking, why do we feel the need to manage our time? And the typical answers are, time is precious. Time is the one thing that we can never get back. Time is short. Time is money. All of this is honestly 100% true. And if it is true, then personally, I don't want to be skilled at managing my time. I want to be skilled at maximizing my time. And that's exactly what we're going to discuss today. Maximizing your time. The art of perfect timing. When to push versus when to be patient. When to act versus when to react. When to rush versus when to rest. When to go fast versus when to go slow. We'll start with laying some groundwork about how we actually view time and why we view it in this way. You know, the truth about time. I'll then probably share my favorite example of timing from John C. Maxwell. As always, we'll finish up with some actionable steps and some pro tips that you can take starting today that will assist you in maximizing your time. So let's not wait any longer. Go ahead and punch in that code so we can make sure that your timing is just right. Leadership coach Gary Blair once said, you cannot afford to wait for perfect conditions. Goal setting is often a matter of balancing timing against resources. And opportunities are easily lost while waiting for perfect conditions. Let's jump right into this first topic, the truth about time. Look, time is man-made. It's man-made. We control how we view it. We control how we think about it. You either have a scarcity mindset or an abundance mindset. There's either not enough of it or there'll always be enough. But no matter how well you manage it or what you are doing, 24 hours will always be 24 hours. Truth about time. Time moves both fast and slow. Again, it's, it's all in our minds. It's how we perceive it. Let's look at some examples, right? Fast time. Weekends. <laughs> yeah, weekends seem to go by pretty quickly. Fast time. Christmas to Christmas. How many times have you blinked your eyes and been like, holy smokes, it's Christmas already? Yeah, that's fast time. <laughs> fast time. 
vacations. I don't know about you, but I'm, my vacations usually tend to go by way too fast, <laughs> right? Slow time. Uh, for most of us, this is work, right? That, that clock seems to move awfully slow when we're at work. Um, slow time. How about the dental office? Maybe getting a cavity filled. That seems like it takes forever. Slow time. A minute on the treadmill. Longest minute ever. Yes, that is slow time. But again, fast time, slow time, it's all in our minds. All in whether or not we like or love what we're doing. But time itself, well, it stays the same. A truth about time. We are typically in a rush because society tells us to be. You know, we have the instant gratification. We, we, we need things now. If it doesn't happen today, it better happen yesterday. Like rush, rush, rush. And then also society seems to have placed timelines on certain events in our lives. You know, like dating, marriage, kids, job, education. You know, there's timelines, air quotes, associated with these things. But why? You, know, you shouldn't be in a rush to get married or have kids or, you know, to, to find your dream job. There's no time for that to happen. It's, for some, it happens early. For some, it happens late. For some, it happens right in the middle. Like, But these timelines that society has placed on certain events causes us to rush. And you need to understand that you own your own timeline. No one else. You own it. Truth about time. Yes, life is short, but it's also long. Look, I'm 41 years old, and that's a lot of years. But when I really sit back and I think about it, if I live just to be the average lifespan, I still got over 40 plus years to go. That's a long time. We don't understand how much time we really have left. It's a balance. It really is. Shoot, again, I'm 41, finishing up my master's degree on my timeline. I had a very young lady in my last class who was 60. 60. Man, the hell would others think? Get your degree, girl. All right. I believe it was Tony Robbins who said that we overestimate what can be done in a day and we underestimate what can be done in a year. It's all up here, how you view time. Which brings me to my example. I love this example of timing from John Maxwell. I read it maybe a couple years ago and it's, it's stuck with me since. Um, so it breaks down into uh, four categories. So number one, the wrong action at the wrong time, well, that equals disaster. Failure is inevitable and you're going to suffer negative consequences when you have the wrong action at the wrong time. Now, number two, the right action at the wrong time, well, that equals resistance. There will always be resistance from ourselves or from others when the timing just isn't right. Number three, the wrong action at the right time is a mistake. 
if the opportunity was right, but the plan or the idea was wrong, that's just simply a mistake. And then finally, number four, the right action at the right time, well, that equals success. When you make the right choices at the right time, you're going to get the right results. Which brings us on down to everybody's favorite, the actionable steps, or in this case, we're going to call these reminders or little knowledge nuggets that you can use and you can refer back to to make sure that you, you know, you you have that perfect timing. When to slow down. When to slow down and be patient. Number one, strategic planning and goal setting. You need to slow down on these. Take your time on these. Be deliberate on these. When you are strategically planning and goal setting out your life, slow it down. Number two, you need to slow down before you criticize. And I'm not just talking about others. I'm also talking about yourself. Slow down. You need to slow down before making judgments or assumptions. It's pretty self-explanatory. You need to slow down and be patient uh, before jumping to conclusions. Do you have the whole story? Do you have the reasoning? Do you see the bigger picture? You need to slow down and be patient when you are prioritizing. That's number five. If you're going to move something up, Your priority chain, you need to make sure that it's worth it. So slow down. Think about it. Be deliberate. And finally, number six, you need to slow down and be patient when you're feeling tired or burnt out. A lot of us burn the candle at both ends and it starts to impact us. If you start feeling that, if you start feeling that tiredness, that burnout, slow down. Take a knee. Take a deep breath. Tired usually means one of two things. You either need rest or you need peace. Figure out which one you need and make sure you get it. Slowing down and being patient is extremely important, especially when you are dealing with the hard times or challenges of life. Slow down. On to when to speed up or act. Number one, you need to speed up or act when you are correcting inappropriate behaviors. Not just toward yourself, but for others. And you know, when you are correcting inappropriate behaviors, you need to act. You need to speed up and act when you are removing something that is not good for your mental well-being. Whether that be a habit of yours, whether that be a friend, uh, whatever it is. You need to speed up and act. If there is something that is not good for your mental well-being, it has to go. You need to speed up and act when you are feeling motivated and inspired. We all know motivation comes and goes. So if you are motivated to do something, get after it. Do it. Don't wait because the longer you wait, who knows, maybe tomorrow you won't feel motivated and inspired to, to accomplish it. So act. You need to speed up and act when offering feedback or help to others. Don't delay. If something's pulling at your heartstring to to help somebody, act on it. There's no reason to wait on that. There's no reason to be patient on that. No. If you've got the burning desire to, to give somebody some feedback or to help someone, do it. You need to speed up and act when you're making adjustments or course correcting. 
If I'm making adjustments to my, to my life for the better or if I'm course correcting because I realized the, the direction I'm going is wrong, I need to act. The longer I wait, the worse position I'll be in. You need to speed up and act when you are owning mistakes or apologizing. Oh, we will put off apologizing like it ain't nobody's business. Stop. There is no reason to be patient about that. If you messed up, fess up. It's that simple. If you need to apologize or you need to own up to your mistakes, act on it. And lastly, you need to speed up and or act when you are taking responsibility. This goes for both the good and the bad. If you are taking responsibility, act. Be, just go after it. Right? Your responsibility is not going to wane or, or diminish uh, the longer you wait. So, act. You know, speed up, act, uh, slow down, be patient. Sometimes there's a combination of both. Sometimes we actually need to slow down in order to speed up. This reminds me of a, a story I heard about a businessman that was trying to catch the last ferry to get to the other side of the city. He had a ton of paperwork in his hands. He was carrying all these documents. So he solicited the help of a young boy, hopefully speeding up the process as he's trying to get to this ferry. Because it was getting late and the businessman knew he didn't have much time, he turned to the young boy and asked, hey, you think we got time to make it? So the young boy looked at him and looked down at all the papers and the documents they were carrying. And he said, sure, sir. And as long as we don't go too fast. So they started heading towards the pier. But as time kept passing and it was getting later, the businessman feared he was going to miss this last ferry. So he started walking faster. And then even faster. The boy, of course, followed suit. Panic set in for the businessman as he didn't want to be stuck on this side of, side of the city for the rest of the evening, so he actually started running. The young boy did all he could to try to keep up. Suddenly, the businessman's beef briefcase blew open, causing all the documents and papers to fly everywhere. In an attempt to catch some of them, the young boy dropped most of what he was carrying. Papers were everywhere and both the businessman and the young boy scrambled to pick them all up. By the time they got everything together and started back on their journey, it was too late. The ferry had already left for the evening. You see, when we force things out of fear or impatience, we create second, third order effects that could slow us down more than if we just originally stayed the course. Sometimes we need to slow down in order to speed up. On to the next point. You need to understand the difference between long-term and short-term. These are also known as long-time and short-time or, or you know, your 5 or 10-meter targets. Uh, long-term. These are drawn out years down the road. These are best dealt through patience, Slowing down, being deliberate, being methodical, being strategic. But on the other side of the coin, you have short term. We'll label these as six months or less. You know, they're short term, smaller goals, and they're best dealt with pushing, acting fast, getting after it. There's a difference. 
long-term and short-term. And then the final point is execution. Perfect timing means nothing if you do not act. Perfect timing means nothing if you don't execute when the time comes. Think about an eagle. An eagle's up in the sky, it's flying, it's majestic. That's my, that's my eagle sound, by the way, <laughs> right? But it's up in the sky. It's just circling, it's patiently waiting. It's prey below on ground has no idea it's being stalked. It's just going about its business like nothing's going on. But the eagle, the eagle patiently waits. Waits for that right moment. Waits for that perfect moment when the prey is most vulnerable. And when that moment arrives, the eagle doesn't hesitate. It dives down with such quickness, such determination, such purpose. And before the prey even knows it, it is clutched in the eagle's talons being taken off into the sky. You must execute when the time's right. Which brings us to pro tips. Pro tip number one. Never appear to be in a hurry. Urgent is fine. Importance is fine. But hurry? No. Hurrying displays a lack of control, not just for you, but for all those who are watching you. You seem panic, you seem frantic, you seem out of it. Always appear patient, like you know everything is going to work out. It helps reduce your stress and the stress of all those around you. Pro tip number two, there is a huge difference between being busy and being productive. How many times have you gone to work or went throughout your day and were just busy, 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 busy. You know, you were putting out this fire, putting out that fire. You were answering this task or responding to this email. You get home, you are absolutely exhausted. And then you ask yourself or maybe your spouse asked you like, hey, uh, what, what, what exactly did you do today? And you're like sitting there thinking, dang, what did I do today? You can't remember because you honestly didn't do much but stay busy. The goal isn't being busy. The goal is being productive. Understand that your days can be filled with busy or they can be filled with productive. Trust and believe, I know a lot of busy people who never get anything done. Be productive. Pro tip number three. I don't have time. I don't have time <laughs> is the biggest lie we tell ourselves and others. What you're really saying is it, it's not that important to me as maybe some other things. That's what you're saying when, when you say I don't have time. It's not a priority for me. Always remember what you do with your time is your decision. You need to lose the excuse of I don't have time. No, it's just not a priority. And that could be good or bad. Pro tip number four. Sometimes you need to go against what your mind is telling you. This is tricky. This is where self-awareness comes into play. But our minds are going to tell us a lot of things, and sometimes we need to push back on those. you got to reverse your thought process. You know, when you feel the need to speed up or rush or hurry, sometimes you need to actually slow down. Take a break. Examine the situation. 
perfect example of this is when you're running late uh, during emergencies or you're stressed out. Right? Our mind's telling us to speed up, but it's in those times where we actually need to slow down for a second, analyze the situation, and then press forward. On the flip side, if you're feeling lazy, unmotivated, or maybe even undisciplined, and your mind's telling you, ah, slow down, take it easy, you know, uh, kick your feet up. Now, sometimes this is when you need to push. This is when you need to act. This is when you need your discipline to come into play. Right? Act and push through these mental obstacles or barriers. Yeah, sometimes we need to go against what our minds are telling us. And lastly, pro tip number five. Understand that time actually equals life. Because this is what you're paying when you are giving your time. You are paying in your life. When you go to work, you are basically trading your life for a paycheck. So what are you spending your time or life on is the question. You got job, friends, families, goals, development, your passion, your purpose. Or are you spending your life on self-sabotage, self-doubt, complaining, gossip, unhealthy physical and mental practices? Make sure what you're spending your time on is worth it. Because you ain't getting it back. All right, wrapping up. Bottom line, you can control your time or your time will control you. You can use your time or your time will use you. It's not about the hours that we put in. It's about what we put in to these hours. Push versus patient. Act versus react. Rush versus rest. Fast versus slow. It's a balance. It's a harmony. It's like a beautiful dance between two opposing forces. You control how you view your time. You control how you maximize your time. And if that's the case, well then, you control your perfect timing. As always, thank you for spending time with me today and allowing me to invest just a little bit in your development. If you found any value at all in this topic or know someone who needs to hear this message, as always, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. Or as I like to say, option E, all of the above. <laughs> Until next time, keep searching for the codes to unlocking your truest potential. Be a catalyst, not just for yourself, but for all those around you. Take care.